0: Yeah, it's Ben. Hey, Ben. How are you? Well,
1: I'm doing okay. I had a whole deal here about Trump being our first communist president.
0: Yeah, then, I saw that in the notes. Man.
1: And then, well, as the day went on, or I should say as the weekend went on, ultimately um, ending with him doing his whole re-entrance into the White House like a Wagnerian opera coming in with the music playing. He enters in, the helicopter descends, flanked by all the trappings of Washington. I couldn't help but think that we have a supreme leader here that has uh, commanded the Secret Service to take him on caravans, to, to wave at the adoring crowds. I couldn't help but think that, that Donald Trump is morphing into Kim Jong-un or or Vladimir Putin before our eyes you know next he's going to go play golf host a rally and then scold us
0: it's very reifenstahl Reef reifenstallish if he comes out if he comes out with an ad tomorrow that's called the triumph of the will then i think you are You're absolutely right. We're off the, we're off the rails then.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, to keep this metaphor going, you know, we had state television reporting that the Supreme leader has basically, you know, ascended to the highest level of responsibility and and we should give him all of our adoration and respect now that he's experienced COVID firsthand and never doubt the Supreme leader again. Vanity Fair pointed out that uh, when Fred Trump had Alzheimer's, he still went to the, uh, the office, They basically rewired his phone so that he could only call the secretary and he spent the whole day signing blank papers with his name. I mean, now, what does that sound like? I mean, it's like Trump is only going to do what he knows. And now Trump has, you know, basically gotten the the, biggest, the most effective get out of jail card I've ever seen. COVID has become that card. He can now flash that because remember, it was just a week ago that the New York Times revealed that he only pays $750 in federal income tax in 2016 and 2017.
0: That's awesome. Okay. What a what a what a deal.
1: What a deal. I mean, he's <laughs> now he has COVID. No one's thinking about the income tax.
0: Did you did you see his arrival at the White House? First they land the helicopter about as close as they can. Then he gets out and he runs, you know, he he doesn't run. He walks and he looked he looked like he was walking okay, but he gets to the entrance. He goes in, goes up to the second story, which is the residence. Comes out on the balcony of the second story, all lit up, ready for action with American flags draped all over the place. And he does a series of of, of set shots like a, a fashion shoot, okay. And my son texted me, dude, did you see that? He looked ripped off his face mask like he was in Mission Impossible, like, oh, guess what? I'm back. And he like did this whole dramatic thing of taking his mask off, then he unbuttoned his coat, buttoned his coat, straightened his coat, saluted at one point, and then and then turned around and did sort of like a, a you know like those real estate shots. He sort of turned halfway you know, your real estate, your RE R- 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 a- Max real estate agent. And then he went back in, but here's the, here's the killer. He went back in, decided he was unhappy with him and made everybody go back out while he's got no mask on and everybody's standing around him with wait, cameras. Wait, wait, wait. When you say no mask on. He had no mask the whole time. He rips it off at the beginning. He makes wait, a he big deal a out of on? taking his mask on. He had a mask on when he got what off the it? helicopter. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> You, you said
1: mission impossible and here I'm thinking Trump's wearing a, a Trump mask. I'm like, what the heck?
0: Oh, well, you know what? It might as well have been. But no, the way he took the mask off is what, what Sam was talking about. It's like he he did this reveal. This is how he took his, his COVID mask off. You and I would go, you know, he goes like this. Dun, 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 dun. And the superhero's back. Oh my goodness. He's back. He went he went down to the pit of hell, confronted the coronavirus. Took it on, wasted it, and he's back. And then the 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 thing he did is he recorded a, a message to America on the balcony of the, of the uh, White House and said, "Don't be afraid of COVID." So, in the words of our famous our our our, our famous mentor, who we can't remember, Anthony Bourdain, um, "It works until it doesn't, and then when it stops, it's, it's all, all over. over." So that's 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 the question to me: is that that how? The, the Trump, the ability to continue to string this out and string this out and string this out, he's like the, the, the guy who stays close enough in the game that if he can get a goal, he can either tie the game or win the game, yet he's, there's, no, there's no order to what he's doing. There's no plan to what he's doing. The problem is is that the Democrats and others allow him enough space to keep him in the game. So that he's got a chance to, to pull it, you know, pull it out or, or they've got a chance to, to let the, you know, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, because where else in our lifetime has somebody done this in the United States and gotten away with it to the point where. As you said, state-run television comes on tonight and talks about Trump, man, man, he's the guy. I mean, it was almost Jesus-like. He did promise
1: COVID would end by Easter, and he created his own Easter. You know, he he, right. he basically, you know, went, in, went into the hospital on Friday, was resurrected on Sunday by coming out and and uh, meet, greeting all of his uh, uh, approving, you know, worshipers, and then went back in and then literally ascended to the White House Everything with him is the is the underdog come back the underdog come back except what everybody fails to is that he rigs the game he creates games he can appear right. as the victim and then comes back and becomes the winner and he and that's what he sold unfortunately to a lot of poor whites that you're the victim and you're going to come back and be the winner well I just want to know I haven't seen any poor whites that suddenly driving around in BMWs you know I haven't seen any middle class people that suddenly have bigger houses. The Guardian pointed out in an interesting article, they said, this is the guy who lacks so much empathy that he doesn't care. And he has no idea what, what, it, what it means to, to care for others, take care of them, make sure his whole White House is based on strength versus weakness. You know, And this, I think that the situation is more serious because uh, not because of the dangers of COVID necessarily, but be, because the risk Trump is gonna take to retain power. Everybody around him will be sacrificed for the sake of the supreme leader, and this is what, in my mind, makes him the first communist president.
0: Well, I can I can go with that. I I, I don't think it's new though. I think this is the way he's been running for for four years. It just it's reached it it's reached a tipping point. The old Malcolm Gladwell tipping point of how. How much more bizarre will it be? He's cut people off at the knees, right? He did influence, you know, all the. There's a laundry list of people, but COVID, COVID took away his ability to to operate freely. Mm-hmm. So now he's created a soundstage, you know, the White mm-hmm. House, like he did when the, during the convention and everything else. So now he's, in some ways, I I, I don't give him credit for anything, but I, I do give him some credit for understanding the optics in the moment. And rolling with those rather than sitting there and going, you know, if you're running his campaign, this guy has some kind of madman genius here. No, actually the guy running the campaign has COVID. (laughs) Well, they (laughs) all do. And where's and where's and where's my girl Kaylee? I haven't seen her either. She has COVID. And and I haven't seen anybody. Have you seen a Zoom call? Have you seen anything? So now What usually happens when Trump gets backed into a corner, and I saw Anthony Scaramucci talk about this, he starts unilaterally making all decisions, all of them. You know, it's like he's all okay. I've let everybody do what they're going to do. Now I have to come in and and take control. And and you know, you we've both been around long enough to see people like this. We we've known people that were CEOs of major, thirty thousand employee things, and they they they, sometimes they hit a bandwidth where they come in and they say, "I'm taking charge of you know," because they're fearful that whatever is going on is gonna is gonna end up with their their demise somehow. But with Trump, he's he's totally in charge right now. Because there's a there was an article in uh, um, Vanity Fair about how don jr who to me is like sort of halfway smart and then eric's completely you know he's the fredo of the family but don jr was saying that there was a the article in in, in uh, vanity fair said the family's concerned that he's making crazy decisions don donald trump well, jr is saying what that
1: they put in that drug cocktail that they gave him is now the miracle drug that everybody's In America rushing to their hospital saying, give me what he had. I want to appear 20 years younger as well.
0: They gave him steroids, my friend. This guy is pumped up on so many steroids right now. He's probably going to come out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And what was that movie of Pumping Iron? He's going to come out looking like Schwarzenegger tomorrow. So so
1: therefore, he will be Vladimir Putin with his shirt off, showing us his six pack (laughs) on the golf course as he changes his golf shirt from too much flop sweat you know and then he's going to basically be showing showing us all his newfound muscles as a result of surviving covid right. and you can too
0: so let's be let's be fair to the the circumstance at the moment america's getting what america's deserved we have a pantheon of superhero movies everybody wants to be a superhero everybody likes superheroes and there's a third of, there's a third of this country that believes that a superhero is coming to save them
1: yeah, and that third of the country, um, if they're not careful and start living by what they believe in, that third of the country is, is increasingly finding themselves irrelevant. You know, because because of their fact they believe in a superhero that's going to come one day in the clouds and uh, and rescue everyone that believes in that superhero. Um, I think sometimes they feel like they get a get out of hell card, not a get not a get out of jail card. And they, you know, and so what happens is we have we have basically people who live without consequence. And that's what we have in Trump. We have someone who lives without consequence.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's had this cycle of, of, of getting money. First, the first amount was was basically inheritance money and then he starts believing he's a he he starts believing he's Rockefeller and he runs out and starts buying things because credit was so easy back in the in the 80s when when Reagan mm-hmm. came in and all that so he's buying up casinos he buys an airline which is like the worst business to be in if you want to make money an airline is like your worst possible business so he's buying casinos he's buying airlines and they're all they're leaking they're leaking like a sieve so he runs himself he runs himself afoul of his creditors he basically bamboozles them into saying if you stay with me you'll get you know 13 cents on the dollar if i walk away from this you get nothing and this is back when, and I was in the banking industry at that time. And this is back when banks were just in fear because Bank of America had loaned a bunch of money to Argentina and people were defaulting on debt all over the place. So he ends up, he ends up surviving that sort of going away for a while, comes back with his, his uh, uh, show, The Apprentice smart enough to get half that show. He owned half the show and he ends up, ends up getting money. Again. Million. Well, now I get right. And they, and arguably, most people said he wasn't doing anything more than running for president than trying to ra- raise his brand awareness so he could get more deals. Yeah, I think that's because that's most of the deals, urban yeah. legend. His
1: family was the most surprised,
0: you know, group of people on election. I think right. he actually won. Sure, and he was too. When he walked out there, he went, "Oh crap, what do I do now?" So he's he's never been he's never been inclined to the office. He's never wanted the office. So now he's got it. So what does he do? He tries to he tries to to, to Borg that thing and if you want to use a Star Trek term, he tries to borg that thing and conform it to his view of how things run. And, and, and he's so far he's survived an impeachment. He survived scandals. he survived people you know firing people for no reason. He survived every every conceivable test that's been thrown at him. But the question is now how much you know you can't keep going forever on on no, no talent.
1: Trump has the airwaves, you know, and that's that that's that's what happens when you have great propaganda. You rule the mindset, whether they agree with you or not. He's corrupt. He's going to go retire in some nice city with all his money stashed away somewhere. His family's all going to retire rich. You know, he he may or may not go to jail. Somebody else around him will go to jail. He's going to pardon everybody on his way out, you know. And so it's just you know, you just know this is this ends well for him. And it's just going to be a matter of. Uh...
0: Well, yeah, I, I, I would tend to have to agree with you on a practical level, on a, on a uh, personifying the coronavirus level. Coronavirus doesn't watch news. No, it doesn't. Corona, coronavirus doesn't care about the, the, the dominant news cycle. And it has an uncanny way of going crazy on people who think they've beaten yeah. it. There's been a few people on TV today. In fact, one was a big time Wall Street trader. I can't remember what his name was. And he's like, yeah, I passed the first two weeks too. And this guy was on Fox. He said, I passed the first two weeks too. And then week three came and I was out flat out, intubated the whole nine yards. And he's had to have surgery on his neck because everything got so whacked out in that. So Trump Trump can declare victory. And you know what I think too, the American public, because of everything you've listed there, has this sort of we, we have this sort of we need we need quick and easy answers in our world. So when we say coronavirus, if we go to one extreme, we go oh it's it's like on a Zombie Land, right? If 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 you know if you get bit, you're you're gonna get the coronavirus and die or turn into a zombie. So then it's like oh my gosh, I better you know I better space suit up here. When again, we all know if everybody had just worn a mask back then, we'd be in a lot better shape right now. Like like other countries have it's interesting that that when when you put all this in the big bowl and swirl it all around there is something that that I don't know where this goes from here but I will say that the the virus is not is not what Trump thinks it is and it's not what the the panic people think it is okay you know the, you know the the CNN running ticker 2 million dead how can you be so irresponsible it's been their whole th- deal today how can he be so irresponsible and they've been saying that for like Six months now, how can he be so irresponsible? And then you've got on the other side, you've got the, the, the wish, the wish it goes away, because I'm strong, and I don't believe in the virus. It's not there. So the reality is, is that it's really, it's really much more, you know, it's much more of a, a morphing insidious kind of thing, that this story isn't over yet. The bottom line is, you know,
1: Joe Biden doesn't know what to do because he's a wimp and he wears a mask all the time. Trump basically stared into the face of death, defeated it, and basically will, will go on to Sean Hannity, hold his wrists out and say, please feel my scars. Feel- <laughs> Put your yeah, fingers my lungs, into mine. My, my lungs, they're fine, you know. And, uh, and it, it essentially, you know, play this whole thing up. You know, that's going to be his biggest uh his biggest achievement in this last 30 days, this has become his October surprise. What could possibly have been his other October surprise? Something about Hunter Biden? I mean, really, you're going to go back there? You, you, you just made this triumphant return back into the holy city. You know, why, why why would you want to go back and dredge up all this other stuff?
0: And there, in some ways, this is the, the, the best thing that could have happened to him. Because when he melted down, Absolutely. when he melted down in the, in the uh, debate, uh, even Chris Wallace is still panning him right now. Yeah, He he came out today and said, you know, he, he interrupted me 157 times, literally, like it was 150 times. And <laughs> like, so you've been over the tape that many times that you've counted how many times the guys interrupted you. But that's not what we're talking about. The debate's already old news.
1: Listen, if you're a liberal, if you're a Democrat, if you're a, a Lincoln Republican, I would be very, very scared about the next debate because Trump will come out. COVID survivor in the next debate and beat the crap out of Biden verbally stomp all over him and basically say, you don't know what you're talking about. I've had COVID and I've survived like America. I am making America great again. So I would just say to the Democrats, stop talking about teacher pay. Stop talking about, you know, the roads, stop talking about even jobs. What you need to do is just completely go DEF CON 5 on and thermonuclear on on trump and and you know and squash him because if you don't it ain't going to happen for you i'm sorry it, it, there's going to be no there's going to be no no biden presidency we'll get another
0: version of trump if he comes out with that dr manhattan blue dot from the watchman then then you know what he was right it it's all real well but if he comes, he comes out tomorrow, and he's like still trying to do like you know, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan ripping off his shirt and doing the you know the Hulk Hogan thing, uh, taking the vitamins, uh, working at workouts, and, and he all of a sudden becomes a fitness buff. <laughs> I haven't felt like this in 20 years. I can take, I can shred a phone book. <laughs> you know? So far in this
1: podcast, the one predictable thing is that we've been absolutely wrong with every one of our our where every one of our predictions our perceptions and our opinions have been absolutely on the wrong side of the of the next day's events
0: okay if he comes out tomorrow morning and he comes in with his suit on and he's got a reptile hat on (laughs) then something really weird is okay well we have a we have a lot to look
1: forward to then (laughs) all right jeff well we got to go it's great to touch base with you as always we had some great weather up here which was great for us and as we look forward to the rainy season in a couple of weeks, uh, you know, we're enjoying all the last sunshine we can get. So
0: it's, uh, it's, it may be a long it's been, winter.
1: Winter is coming. <laughs> Good night.
0: But don't worry, Raptor President. We'll take care <laughs> yeah, of
1: it. Exactly. All right, man. Talk to you next time.
0: Right, talk talking